This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington, and it's in both parties. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. Now, of course, this puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. Be sure to visit AFR.net or wherever you get your podcast to hear past episodes. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Welcome to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. My name is Walker Wildman. Glad to have you with us today. Don't forget to check out our website, AFR.net. There we have a lot of great content. Most of all, or most importantly, you can get the Exposing Washington podcast there at AFR.net. Don't forget to download the AFR app on your smartphone. It's free. Download the American Family Radio app. And lastly, you can get the Exposing Washington podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Just type in Exposing Washington and you'll be able to subscribe to the podcast, whether it be on Spotify or on Apple or Android devices, wherever you are. Subscribe to the Exposing Washington podcast. A very busy week in Washington, D.C., and we're going to cover it because that's the purpose of the show, to tell the truth uh, about what's going on in our nation's capital and not only tell the truth but expose the lies and the deception that are taking place and being uh, perpetuated in our nation's capital. So that's what we'll do. First off, uh, the Biden administration has wasted no time beginning the war on American workers, the war on the American economy, because after all, the Democrats are not interested in America first. They're interested in America last, and their policies reflect that. Just this past week, the Biden administration signed an executive order, one amongst 30 executive orders, pulling the permit to the Keystone XL pipeline, a pipeline that was being built to carry oil and other resources from Canada to the U.S. Thousands of jobs tied up in the construction of this pipeline, which the pipeline was was going to make us even more energy independent, by allowing us to bring in oil from a friendly neighbor to the north, Canada. And the Biden administration canceled this pipeline in the name of climate change. Even though we all know this really has nothing to do with climate change. Because after all, let's remember... The entire climate change slash global warming narrative is not based in reality. 
It is not based in science. There is absolutely zero science, hard science, that says or concludes that you and me driving our vehicles down the road is causing the earth, the planet, to heat or cool. There's zero science that draws a a conclusive evidence that carbon emissions is directly related to the temperature of the planet. Zero evidence. There's no studies out there that conclusively prove that. But nonetheless, the Democrats, the globalists, they are using this climate change slash global warming narrative to spread fear, to spread lies, and to use it for more government control of energy production. And not just more government intervention and control and micromanaging of energy production, but also more government control of how consumers use energy and consume energy, whether it be our vehicles or our homes or the appliances that we use. The government wants their hands in every aspect of our lives. So that's what this is about has absolutely nothing to do with the climate, has everything to do with big government. And so not only do we have washing machines that can't, <laughs> that can't properly wash our clothes because they're not getting enough water, not only do we have energy prices going up because we're now having to buy energy from other countries. But American workers are literally losing their jobs as we speak. And I'm going to play a clip of one. This is a fellow by the name of Anthony Fetters. He worked on the Keystone XL pipeline. He actually was a supervisor out there. And He's on Fox News talking about how this is going to affect every, and it is affecting, everyday workers in the energy industry and also how there's not other jobs available. Clip one, let's listen. Well, I think that's great, but let's not shut out thousands of American families that's working now waiting on those jobs to happen. Can't we do both at the same time? And once that infrastructure gets in place, then then maybe we can transition into that. But in the meantime, uh, you know, this is our livelihood. We don't we don't consider it a temporary job. We consider it as our career. The pump stations that we were constructing constructing for TC Energy uh, this year alone employed several hundred people with several hundred more to come. And once the pipeline got started, the main line, it would have employed several thousand more. Well, well there you have it. That's Anthony Fetters. And he was responding to the question about or the statement that John Kerry and Joe Biden and others have said, and that is they're so arrogant. But their their response, their excuse, their reasoning behind this is that, well, yeah, we're going to put these people out of work. But after all, 
they can just get a job building solar panels, right? They can just get a job in the clean energy sector. Except for the fact that there's not really any jobs in the clean energy sector. And to Mr. Fetter's point, there may be in the future solar energy and all this other, quote, clean energy, even though it's not, <laughs> it's not really any better than the rest of the energy. That sector is not big enough to have thousands of jobs available for people to just move over to. And not to mention, these people are trained to build pipelines, to carry oil. They're not trained to put together solar panels. But when you look at solar panels and you look at the windmills that kill birds like nobody's business, in order to build a solar farm with all these thousands of solar panels to run like a refrigerator, you've got to wipe out all kind of trees because you got to have a wide open field for the solar panels. But let's don't talk about that. Let's don't talk about all the trees that got to go and so we can build our solar farm. The same thing with the... Remember about a year or two ago, AOC and all the other Marxists in Congress introduced the Green New Deal? And they were talking about how we needed a a rail system, a clean energy rail system to take people all across the country. A high-speed rail system to take people all across the country. What they didn't tell you is they're going to have to wipe out thousands and millions of acres of forest to put down that new rail system. And this is the party that doesn't want us to cut down trees. So their reasoning, their, quote, solutions to the supposed problems are really no solutions at all. And now we have thousands of workers that were working on this pipeline without a job, not knowing how to pay the bills. Shame on the Democrats. Shame on Joe Biden, the president, for killing thousands of jobs with the stroke of a pen. And this further proves that the Democrats are out of touch with working class people. Everything the Democrats do is against the working class. Well, Walker, don't you know Democrats, they're the party of the unions. All the unions endorse the Democrats. Oh, the Democrats, they're for the working class. They're for sending out Stimulus checks to all the hard-working Americans. Those things are not good for the blue-collar workers. What you're saying there is that the Democrats are in favor of the welfare system. They're the biggest proponent of the welfare system. Well, guess what? We only need the welfare system because they're killing jobs. Being the biggest proponent of the welfare state is not something to be proud of. That actually is, is indicting because it means that your policies aren't 
working. The Democrat policies don't work, thus we need more government assistance. I wrote an article this week, and I'll post it on my podcast page at AFR.net, but I wrote a, a, a column this week in my local newspaper here in northeast Mississippi about how many Democrats are starting to have voter remorse. That's what I called it. You know, the old term buyer's remorse, when you buy something and then about a day or two later, you wish you wouldn't have bought it. But sometimes it's too late to take it back. Well, I wrote an article about voter remorse and how some people across the country are regretting their vote for Joe Biden. I saw a post this week from a union, a labor union, that back in September they endorsed the Biden-Harris ticket, proudly endorsed the Democrats. Well, fast forward January 19th, 2021, they criticized Joe Biden for, for slashing jobs on the Keystone XL pipeline the same labor union that endorsed him back in September. So when you look across the country, there truly is a certain extent of voter remorse. But unfortunately, they're going to have to wait until 2024 to change administrations. I want to talk about a few other things. The Some of you probably kept up with this or at least saw the headline about the stock market this week and how some day traders, many of <laughs> thousands of day traders in the stock market, and I don't know, I'm no stock market expert, but I'm just going to explain it to you in layman terms. Basically, this week, there's... Some people that, that do what they call day trading on the stock market, and they basically try to make money on a daily basis off a of stock market, and they buy and sell on a daily basis, sometimes multiple times a day. It's called day trading. And you take, take what you can get when you earn some money on stock picks. And so this week, you basically had a group of I don't know how many, probably thousands of of these day traders that are kind of in a in a clique or a group. They all use different chat platforms online and they do this. I mean, this is like a pretty big hobby for them. Some people do it for a full-time job it is make a living off of the stock market. And they they basically figured out a way to manipulate the market to where they could make thousands of dollars just in a day. Well, this what they did is is they made the the stock value of just a couple companies to name, to name a few. GameStop is is one of the stock options that they that they manipulated. Um, AMC is another one. It's uh, AMC owns I think they own some movie theaters and several other things, but. Um, and then there was one or two more, but 
maybe three or four stock picks that these these day traders they manipulated and they made thousands of dollars each. Some people made millions off of this, and then others got seriously hurt financially. But it sent Wall Street into a frenzy. It sent the the Wall Street million and billionaires into a frenzy, and they were so furious that these no-name day traders were able to manipulate the market to make some money that they started shutting down the markets. Many of the systems, such as Robinhood and various other trading stock market trading systems, they shut off the ability <laughs> to buy some of these stocks so that these people couldn't make money anymore. And it was just baffling to see, and the reason I bring this up, I'm going to tie it to Washington, D.C. The reason I bring this up is because there is one set of rules. Well, not just one set of rules. We've known that. One set of rules for the powerful and another set of rules for just your average guy, your average Joe. But that's, it's been that way for a long time now. But not only is there two sets of rules, but the powerful, the wealthy, the elites in our country, in Washington, D.C., and on Wall Street, they don't want you and I to have the same access to America's system as they do. They want to block out you and I your average American, they don't want us to have the same kind of access to be able to reap the benefits of things like the stock market because they want to keep it all to themselves. I'm going to play clip three here. This is about a minute and five seconds. This is Tucker Carlson talking about Robinhood, which is a stock trading application, and other platforms who intervened to stop average Americans, day traders, from making money off of these different stock picks. I want to play clip three. Listen closely. We set out to change the way the system works, says Robinhood. <laughs> well, that's for sure. In fact, that's literally true. Robinhood changed the system at precisely the moment when people from outside the system started benefiting from the system. Sorry, proles. No trading for you. We're locking your account. Other platforms took effectively the same position but felt the need to pretend a little more than Robinhood did. They justified changing the rules by attacking the very people they were hurting by changing the rules. The communication service Discord, for example, banned users from the Wall Street Bets group from using its platform. Why'd they do that? It wasn't at all because the Reddit guys were beating the hedge fund guys at their own grubby game, and that's not allowed. No, it had nothing to do with that, of course. No, instead, they were banned, according to Discord, because the Reddit guys had engaged in, quote, hate speech. Of course, the Reddit guys were racists. That's why they humiliated the hedge funds. Only a racist would do that. You can laugh if you want, but keep in mind, this is a time-tested tactic. It works. That's why they do it. Well, there you have it. Look, Tucker Carlson is, is, is explaining how Wall Street went ballistic when they saw that average people out there across the country had figured out a way to make a penny 
make a dime, make thousands of dollars day trading. And so the, 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 the hypocrisy here is that the Wall Street experts, the so-called experts, they want to be able to enjoy the stock market and do their day trading and their hedge funds and make millions <laughs> off of stock picks. But if your average Joe does it, well, then that's not good. That's unacceptable because, after all, you're not a part of Wall Street. You don't know the game. You don't have blood, sweat, and tears on Wall Street. So you can't have access to our systems. That's basically what these corporations decided. And what Tucker Carlson was explaining there is they even started shutting down their websites where these day traders were collaborating and coordinating to make money off the stock market. People have been manipulating the stock market to get rich forever since day one of the stock market. That's what people do. They use the stock market to make money. But if someone outside of Wall Street does it, well, that's unacceptable. We're going to have to cut that, cut that out. A few examples of this utter double standard. And this elitism is what you can call it. Just a couple more examples, and I covered some of these on my show. Remember last year we had a couple Republican senators. I'll actually name them. Well, this one's a Democrat, Senator Dianne Feinstein out of California. Republican Kelly Loeffler, former senator from Georgia. James Inhofe, Republican from Oklahoma. And Republican Senator from North Carolina, Richard Byrd, those four senators were investigated. Why? Because they received a briefing about a year ago, maybe a little more than that. Back in early 2020, they received a intelligence briefing in the U.S. Senate regarding this new thing called the coronavirus that was involved in an outbreak in China. And, and just a few days after receiving this briefing, they just happened to sell millions of dollars worth of stocks that ended up crashing because of the coronavirus. And they'll say, well, you know, we don't, we don't manage our own stocks. We, we have advisors. We have independent advisors, and they handle our stocks for us. We don't even communicate about the stock market. We just let them make their own decisions. <laughs> Who are you kidding? We're supposed to believe that that was just a coincidence. That was just a coincidence. And guess what? All the, the senators, well, those investigations were closed. The FBI closed the investigations. There's nothing to see here. 
<laughs> One standard for thee. Another standard for me. That's like the storyline of our nation's capital. The little guys, well, we got to follow the rules. But you know, the, the rich and powerful, the hard workers in Washington, D.C., well, you know, they can manipulate the, the game. They can manipulate the rules. Because after all, they're putting blood, sweat, and tears into the system. Moving on to a few other stories, the coronavirus, these, uh, we've talked about the various states across the country that have just been absolutely terrible. These governors have been doing a terrible job leading their states in response to the coronavirus and not just the medical side of it, but the economic damage that is being done by the coronavirus. And the media has gone after people like governors like Ron DeSantis out of Florida, accusing him of being reckless and not caring. And Governor DeSantis, you need to shut down Florida to save lives and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, Governor Cuomo up in New York's sending COVID-positive patients into nursing homes to infect others. And he is given all kind of awards for such a great job that he did. Yay, Governor Cuomo. Well, this week it turns out that Governor Cuomo's own government in New York, his own state government, his own governor's office and health department, well, they were actually lying. Yes, I said it. They were lying and manipulating the numbers when it comes to how many nursing home patients died from coronavirus. The number was already high. It was up in the tens of thousands of nursing home patients that died because Governor Cuomo was forcing hospitals to send COVID-positive patients into nursing homes when they were still COVID-positive. And it turns out that they misled the public, lied to the public about how many nursing home patients died of COVID. And what the Attorney General in New York is now saying is that up to 50% more elderly people died in nursing homes from COVID because of Governor Cuomo's policies. If this were a Republican, they would be forced to resign. The media would be hawking them down like nobody's business. But it's a Democrat. It's a Cuomo brother. So we're going to use kid gloves. All because he's a part of the Democrat clique. The hypocrisy is astounding. Exposing Washington American Family Radio... We'll be back next week.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.